Volume 1, Episode 10. Welcome to Galaxy's Greatest, a Starfinder podcast trailing the adventures of a distant galaxy's greatest heroes. Thank you so much for your patience as we have taken a break. I am beyond excited to begin releasing new episodes. I also have a very special thank you for Abe Nurkowitz, the individual who edited this episode for us. We appreciate you listening, and we hope you enjoy. Last time on Galaxy's Greatest, our protagonists managed the aftershocks of conflict from Devesh's announcement. Rex called upon them for help with a heist, and the party took some time to consider their options. Hello, everybody. We're back. It is good to jump back into session. My name is M, and I am the GM. And a fun fact about me is that I like primates, apes, monkeys, humans. I mean, yeah, they're they're really cool. I cool. Okay, go ahead, uh, Alex. Yay. Hi, I'm Alex. Uh, I play Jack. Uh, and a fun fact about me is uh, I play Quidditch. Wait how, do, wait, how does that work? Do you fly? We'll get into it later. It's fine. That's the that's the game from uh, Star Trek, right? Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, that one. Yep. yep. Uh, it's freaking holodeck episodes, man. They're the best. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Mitch. I play Devesh slash Zakim. Sure. Uh, and a fun fact about me is, uh, oh, and he's a um, Ifrit. Technomancer, Arcane Knight. Um, and a fun fact about me is that I recently started listening to the D&D Raw podcast, and it's pretty dang cool. You guys should follow them on Twitter, at Rules as Written, or find them wherever you can find podcasts, at Ooh. D&D Raw, R-A-W. Love it. That's exciting. Uh, Vanessa, go ahead. Hi, I'm Vanessa. I play Janet Snakehole, who's a half-orc mercenary. Um, and my fun fact is that I used to play women's tackle football. Didn't you also win MVP in that league? One of the leagues? Uh, I won MVP of my team for that. Oh, yeah. okay. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. Still pretty cool. That's okay. That's pretty good. Uh, hello, my name's Dan Marovich, and I play Modus, who is a... Borai mechanic uh, using an exocortex. And a fun fact about me is that I used to jump out of planes for a living. Uh, <laughs> it can be, depending on where you're landing. Uh, I'm Ryan. I play Baza Bix, the Vanguard spacefarer. And a fun fact about me is that the Toronto Raptors are going to go all the way and repeat as back-to-back NBA champions. Fun fact. That's, that's some confidence very, there. I, no, I think it's a very fun fact. <laughs> A clairvoyant fact. <laughs> Britt, go ahead. Cool. Yeah, um, my name is Brittany. I play Bryn Yue. Uh, I'm a witch warper grifter. And a fun fact about me is that I've seen every single movie that Brad Pitt has ever made. Oh, wow. wow. That's impressive. That's That's over impressive. 55 movies. <laughs> yeah. Also, for our listeners, 
Britt is new to the podcast. Um, Yay! Woo, welcome. We're Yay. excited to have her. Thank you. Um, she was, for those of you who listened to, I believe it was episode five or six, one of the two, uh, I mentioned that we would have a new character joining our group, and here she is. So she'll probably be around um, around mid-session. We'll, we'll get introduced to her character. All right, on that note, let's get started. So we just ended on the ship. We finished with a whole mess of conversations that happened, and we had Jack, Janet, and Modus steal a key card. We ended up with Baza becoming upset with Devesh and running away after Devesh you know, came out with this major announcement for the group. And Devesh returned to the ship. Eventually, everybody's going to return to the ship. And when you get back, Liara is actually going to go for a walk. Uh, she's going to be leaving the ship. And a little bit later, she is going to be sending a message to uh, yeah, Jack and Janet. And on your communicators, you guys are going to see a little text message that says, hey, I left a note on the bridge. Take care. I will maybe contact you guys in the future, but I'm leaving the group for now. And so if anybody's going to go find that message, um, that note that she left. Basically, it's just going to be an elaboration of that. She's going to stay with her mother in Castorbell. She's leaving the group. She didn't feel like the direction that the group was headed was where she needed to be. So she's going to be hanging out on Castorbell with her mother. We are now, so we've got Modus, we've got Zakim, we have Baza, Jack, and Janet on our ship. What are you guys up to? Zakim is curled, snuggled up with Andy, uh, taking a nap where he fell asleep. Um, Modus will be on the bridge reviewing the note Liara left. Okay. Is there anything specific you want to read about it? No, uh, just that he's basically recording the data. Got it. Uh, I'm going to go down to find Andy. Uh, what's he doing when you get there? I would imagine he's mostly been sleeping this whole time, but uh, what, what does he do when you get there? Well, Devesh or Zakim is curled up with him, I'm imagining, at this mm -hmm. point. Yeah? Yep. So I walk in, and I see them curled up together, and I'm like, at first, I kind of get this flash of anger because I'm still mad at him, but then I kind of calm down and realize, okay, if Andy trusts him and is cuddling, then he must be a good person. And even though I don't like that he lied to us, Andy likes him, I think I can trust him a little bit more. So that kind of helps me get over a little bit of that butthurtiness that I had before. Sounds good. He's going to lift his head when he sees you walk in. Devesh, is that potentially going to wake you or are you pretty cold out? Um, I imagine that that would wake me because I'm mostly like dozing, snoozing, napping. Okay. So when I pick my head up, oh, uh, hello, Janet. Uh, are you, how are, how are you doing? Um, so I don't say anything and I go over <laughs> and I start petting Andy and I kind of just look at him and I give him like a bro nod, like you're okay. And then I go walk away. I don't want to talk to him. He's okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm going to turn up to Andy and just say, so that went better than I expected it to go. Andy's uh, going to do a little 
type thing, like a little <laughs> blow blow air out of his nostrils and like, and then put his head back down. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I'll get up and head. Now that I realize people are actually on the ship, I'll go back up and into the living area. Jack, what are you up to? Um, I'll probably have followed Modus up to the bridge. Um, and not reading the note, but kind of pacing back and forth. And whenever it seems like Modus is done at the console, uh, punch into the shipwide communicator and go, uh, hey, folks, if we're if we're doing this tonight, I'm going to need everyone at the... I guess the, the ship has like a, a conference room kind of situation, right? We don't meet on the bridge, or is it just meeting on we, the bridge? We've been meeting in the uh, medical bay, because that is the one that has the most room. Right. Okay. If we could all meet in med bay and, and talk about this, and if anyone's seen Baza or Baza, if you can hear this, we got a job. I'm loving this authority from Jack. Hell yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's terrifying. With so my, my all of uh oh no I have fourteen charisma never mind you're a pretty charismatic character um um when I hear that from Jack that's gonna remind me oh I know how to make Baza come out um and I'm gonna go to the mess area and bake a batch of cookies uh give me a DC oh, fifteen odor check oh Ryan. he doesn't need to make oh he doesn't need to make an odor. <laughs> <laughs> He needs to make a survival check as Baza comes in hot. So <laughs> <laughs> do a cooking roll. Like, how else do you, like, bake the cookies? Ooh, I like this idea. Say, Baza yes. knows exactly how good those cookies are. The trick is getting him out. Can you give me a uh, d- flat, d- flat D20 for a, a, a baking flat check? flat D20, a baking check. <laughs> yes. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, yeah, you know, not bad. 15. Not bad at all. Cool. Could have so, been better. Could have been worse. Are we meeting, Baza? What are you feeling? Are you are you going to meet with the group now that you smell these cookies? Oh, and I put them in. Um, like we're meeting in the med bay, so I put them in the room adjacent. I think it's wherever the um, the projector with the Starflix is. That's where I put them, just on a, a nice away from the group table. Sounds good. Are we following Jack's suggestion? Yeah, uh, Modus does. Yeah, I'll meet him there. So. When we get there, you end up in the medical bay, and the whole group is there. I would imagine there's a little bit of tension right now. I mean, things were kind of high-strung when the whole group was back together last time, and this is probably like the first time everybody's seeing each other in a, in a situation where you're like, we have to get this done. In previous situations, it's been a little bit kind of back and forth, like, ah, what do we do? A little bit of like blame being thrown around. And it, it was, it was a little tough for the group. So it seems like there's definitely some uh, tension here in this moment. What are we saying when we get there? So Devesh. Oh, go ahead, Alex. Everyone's going to walk in to see tiny little four foot and change Jack. Uh, standing up on one of the beds, sort of at the back side of the room, and arms crossed, tapping her, her tail kind of swishing back and forth, not saying a word till everyone's in. Uh, and then I guess when, when everyone comes in, 
Okay. I've been on a few crews, some good, some shitty. Y'all are supposed to be ranking pretty up there. And we're letting one little lie put all our panties in a bunch. So, Baza, if you can hear me. A chunk of cookie hits you in the back of the head. (laughs) There are credits involved. And I don't need any of you to like each other. Frankly, I don't care if after this we all stab each other to death and the winner takes the ship. You might, you might care about that, Zavesh. I don't. Modus raises his hand. Yes, Modus. Interrogative. What are panties? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Zavesh, for lack of a better name, um, is going to just gesture to Jack like, you've made your bed, lie in it. <laughs> Undergarments, typically worn by women. <laughs> Uh, Modus looks down at himself and then looks back up at you and then lowers his hand. It's a, it's a, what's the word, metaphor? Our proverbial panties? Alex, I'd like you to give me a diplomacy check for this, this little speech that you're giving. Let's see how this sounds to the group. Oh, no. Natural one plus two? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No! did you win <laughs> you start off really strong it was it was a really solid idea of a of a speech and the cookies and the panty question got away I from me we'll see here. i'm actually i'm not going to take away from the speech because it was a great speech and and what you said was was very good for the group i do think that devesh has the more natural authority in this situation and so though you say a really great thing and you, you, you hit all the right moments, people probably aren't expecting it from you. And, and it, it maybe falls flat on their end because Zakim is kind of the, the natural authority figure in this group. Doesn't mean that can't change, but uh, this would be the first step toward that changing if it were to happen. Um, yeah. So as Jack ends her speech Zakim is going to stand up from where he's leaning on the opposite wall um, and clap and just say this was a very good uh, speech that you gave I I agree with all of the points I am looking forward to having you run our uh, operations this evening because I am not good at uh, you know how do you say break and enter Uh, when you say this you're going to hear a blaring alarm from the station If you could look out a window right now, uh, there would be red lights that are flashing across the station, or at least in the docking bay. Um, And you hear a loudspeaker come on that says, stationwide lockdown in effect. Please return to your homes and lock your doors. Stationwide lockdown in effect. Please return to your homes and lock your doors. I'd also like to jump in with Rex is going to come in. He's going to send a little communication to all of you in his 
his face is going to appear speaking to you guys on your little 3D communicators. And he's going to say, you guys, I don't know what's going on right now, but this doesn't happen often. And a station like this must take a long time to fully lock down. If you want that artifact, there will not be a better time than right now. And he's going to say, I'd estimate 40 minutes until the station, a station of this size can go into full lockdown, maybe more. This is a really good opportunity to make it happen. I kind of recommend all of you go in together, get it done, get out, and get off this station as soon as you can before that lockdown goes into full effect. Cookie's going to fly across the room, hit Zavesh in the head. Boz is going to jump down out of the ventilation shaft, put the plate down, and start walking towards the bridge. I deserved that, I believe. Uh, so, you heard him, yeah. 40 minutes. It's about a 15-minute walk. Let's go. Uh, Jack, if you don't mind, while we're on our way, uh, I am going to uh, contact my contact uh, at Support Authority and uh, ensure that we will be able to leave just before the lockdown goes into a full effect. Sounds like a good plan. Um, Modus walks up to the TV and starts setting up recording for the program to miss. Gotta watch that good plant life info. Oh yeah. As as he does that, Zavash is gonna walk over to him and tap him on the shoulder. Uh, Modus, um, you do know that most of these shows are pre-recorded on Starflix, right? You don't have to record them live because you can watch them on demand at any time. Uh, Modus ignores you. Fair. <laughs> that out of spite, just he's busy. Modus, tell Dexter to do it. We gotta go. Uh, Dexter comes in and says, Hello, may I be of service? Puts out a thumbs up. Uh, Modus will say, uh, Affirmative. Please record all TV broadcasting from this point until we return. Acknowledged. It will be done, sir, Modus. <laughs> Behind Modus, Devesh is just going, no, no, just waving his hands in a very much no fashion. Not at all, subtly. Devesh's <laughs> little ocular thing in the middle shifts over to Devesh, which is right behind, who is right behind uh, Modus, and gives a little wink and then faces it back to Modus, um, <laughs> keeping the thumbs up going. Modus like tilts his head to the side, kind of and looking at Dexter, like as if he's going to say something, but then he doesn't, turns around and exits the room, heading towards the, the station where everyone's headed. Sounds good. And then Dexter will turn to Zakim and say, he will never know. And then he's gonna disappear. Um, you're corrupt, further corrupting our AI. Or the VI, the VI, quote unquote. Janet, Baza, what are you guys up to? Oh, Baza's already walking. Okay, is he? He's walking toward the bridge, or he's walking out of the ship. Uh, he's walking out of the ship. Realizes no one is uh, following him, and like fifty feet away from the entrance, just turns around, all six arms crossed, staring at them. As I as I'm walking off and, and passing him, put a hand on his shoulder. Do the other arms have shoulders? How does this even... Whatever, your topmost shoulder. Hey, buddy. Are you going to be grumpy the whole time? Yes. Can you still do the job? Yes. Can you be super sneaky in vents? Sneaky? No, in vents? Yes. 
Good enough. Just don't kill Zakim till we're done. See. Janet, what are you up to? Uh, I'll follow behind them and kind of pat Baza on the head. Be like, you'll get over it, bud. Don't worry. Are you responding to that, Ryan? Yeah, turning around and walking. Okay. Jack, is Chromie coming with you? No. Okay. Yeah, Chromie's going to stay with Andy. And he, we're, it'll be a quick conversation of, look, buddy, we got to get in and out really quick. And you got you have a friend now. Just don't headbutt each other too hard. We do need to fly the ship out of here when we're done. Chromie uh, just kind of goes into his little enclosure and sits down and looks up at you and just kind of, hmm, and then like puts his head down. I would like to go over to Brinue at this point. How are we doing? Doing good. So you have arrived at Idari Station after some time of being imprisoned by Discord. And your next heist that you have been wanting to plan was um, here at Newcastle University. You've been told that there's a painting here that is supposed to be on its way to Keral Razu, who is a Strix businessman, a higher-up executive in Chimera Incorporated. And he is your primary target. He's the person that you've been thinking of recently, is, is the one that you want to rob from. Tell me about this object that you know. What do you know about this object? Okay, so I'm looking at a painting from 115 AG. It's about 200 years old, and it's a pixelated painting um, where each pixel is separately drawn as a box of its own solid color. There are thousands of pixels that come together to make up the full painting, and it depicts the first wave of the swarm's attack on near space. It's a relatively small painting. Should be easy enough to grab. And it is on its way next to go from Newcastle University, where it has been purchased by Keral Razu. Um, and he wants to add it to his collection. Uh, and what's your motivation to take this from him? Now, Keral uh, treated a friend of mine from prison pretty poorly, a girl that I met when I was in the slammer. Um, used to be his personal assistant. And when he got stuck under the microscope for some shady dealings, he planted everything on her and she was sent to prison completely wrongfully. And you know what? I don't like when powerful rich men play with people's lives and get away with things. So I would like to get away with something of his. Super cool. And you've been told that this painting is here at the university in the archaeology storage wing. It is quite an old painting. And so the archaeologists have been like, can we like take a look at it before it's sold off? They want to study it a bit because they think it has some pretty interesting uh, information about the first swarm attack. Supposedly the, the painter of this was present at the first swarm attacks. And this is all from his perspective. And so he survived and he uh, continued on and went to paint this beautiful painting. Um, it is pretty small, but it is still quite interesting in that it is made of 
just solid colored pixels, thousands of them, as Britt described. So what I'd like you to do, well, actually, you would know that a station lockdown is actually like a really excellent time to pull off a heist. Um, Mm. Buildings must remain open until all individuals leave those buildings, which gives you the opportunity to sneak in during the chaos and snag what you need and then get out. Typically, uh, police are also preoccupied during these times because they have more important things to do than catch a thief. They have to ensure the safety of everybody on the station and make sure that people get home safely. So what I'd like you to do here at New Kassath University is give me a stealth check or you can give me a diplomacy check to convince the officers at the doors to let you into the archaeology building. All right, let's see. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to do diplomacy with the police officers. So as you're walking up, there are quite a few people pouring out from the front doors. Uh, The station all around, as far as you can see, is dark. It seems as if the natural lighting that's there has changed from a bright white light to a a red light, and it's kind of pulsating. So there's enough light to be able to see, but it's not the most, you can't navigate it super well, right? Um, So what I'd like you to do, give me that diplomacy check as you come up, those police officers are going to stop you and say, excuse me, miss, no one is allowed in this facility. You must leave and go to your homes and stay safe in your home until the lockdown is lifted. Okay, do you want to hear my my response first or what my role was? Um, however you want to do it. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell him, please guys, I'm a TA in this building. I work here and I, I left some vital medication that I need. Um, and I'm not going to be able to survive the lockdown without it. It's just in my office. I swear I'll be in and out. I was just here, but I forgot my medicine. Can I please just run in and out and grab it? And I'll, I'll be right back. and I'll go home for the lockdown. And my role was a 21. Okay. They'll say, uh, God, um, yeah, go ahead. Just be quick, please be quick. Go, go, go. Also, I need you to give me an athletics check because you are now going against a sea of people. And that athletics check is going to determine how well you can get to the storage room in the in the archaeology department. Okay. 18. Okay. Yeah. You, you pass that check. You'll be able to make it to the storage room door. It is open because there is one person who is leaving the storage room as you come in and you're able to, as soon as he leaves, catch the door just before it closes and shimmy your way inside and you are met with a force field in front of you. If you want to try and get past the force field, you will need to, you will need to give me a computer's check. If you can't do that, then you are stuck there for the time being. Yeah, I can't do that. So okay, I'm stuck so here. You are stuck there for the time being. Let's go to our other group. So how are we doing this? Are we walking toward Newcastle University, you guys, or running or whatever? As we're going that way, whether we're running or walking, Zakim as Devesh is going to call uh, Giz Rukmil Mihos Zarayev of Clan Zonkin. Wonderful. Uh, he will answer and he'll say, who is this? Who is this? Uh, yeah, Giz, it's Devesh. Uh, got another favor for you. Devesh, uh, you know, I, 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 I hate to do this to you. I don't really have a lot of time, but uh, what's no, going I on? No, I know. That's the, that's the thing. Um, 
I need to get my ship out of here about five minutes before the lockdown goes into full effect. Is that uh, is that something you can pull a string to get one a, more ship uh, out? That's a pretty big ask, Devesh. Uh, roll diplomacy for me. This is the diplomacy session. <laughs> and the one who's best at it isn't doing it. Yeah. Well, that's actually not bad. Um, 24. Damn. Yeah. He, he says, uh, gosh, uh, again, I There's don't know a, why... There's another bottle of uh, whiskey in it for you, if you can do it. You know that's my vice. Uh, of course, Devesh, I'll see what I can do and make it happen if I can. And uh, what, Ryan? Four alcoholic guards <laughs> are taking advantage of him. <laughs> oh. He'll say... Uh, I don't know how I can refuse that, Devesh. I will do what I can, and we'll see where we go from there. Uh, five minutes is all you need. Yeah, we like you do your thing for the next thirty-three and a half minutes, um, and uh, we'll we'll be flying out of here right right at then. Five minutes before this thing goes full lockdown. Should I um? Should I set a timer on my phone for 33 minutes and 30 seconds? Uh, please don't. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, hey, like, there's a big difference between yeah. in game time and out of game time. <laughs> Talk really quickly. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast earlier today, and the, the characters were in a dungeon, and he set a timer for 10 minutes and said, if you don't get out in 10 minutes, there's a tidal wave of water that's going to crush you. And I was like, oh, shit, that is crazy. <laughs> That is there, terrifying. There are time challenges that can be a lot of fun, but like yeah. over yeah, the it's... internet's way harder. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. So he says, "Yeah, I'll I'll do what I can do. I mean, uh, I really shouldn't be doing this, but okay, go do your thing. I'll, I'll contact me later." And he hangs up really abruptly. God. Zakim is going to look at the rest of the group and start sprinting and just be like, we got uh, 33 minutes to be back on the ship and uh, flying out of here. So let, uh, let's go, go, go. Uh, cool. And if he has to, he'll pick up um, Jack and put her on a shoulder if she's not fast. Um, I, have I don't know. 40 feet per turn. Oh, you have 40 feet per turn. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I could remember if there was someone that was slow. Give me an athletics check, everybody, to determine how quickly we get to New Cassath University. Natural <laughs> any chance I could do, do acrobatics and stuff? <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> and my athletics are great, too. That's a 14 for Modus. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, wait. Wait. Um, I would like to use Surge, if possible. Yeah, do it. That's fine. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Good. <laughs> um, so what that is... I don't want to talk about it, uh, Ryan. Um, I'll spend the thing. Okay, so that is after all of the modifiers and such. That is a 23. Cool. So uh, we will make it there in about... So by walk, like walking, it's about 15 minutes. If you guys are running, you'll go ahead and cut that time pretty much in half. Um, I say I feel very comfortable sprinting at a dead pace because I feel like everybody's sprinting. Yeah. Like if we're walking, that's weird. Everybody is running around you. And so I want to describe what you see as you are working your way toward New Cassath University. Um, there are people everywhere running around. Uh, it is the evening, right? It's like 6-ish p.m. And you are in a pretty busy area. I mean, it, these are the docks that you're leaving from. And you're going toward a pretty busy area. 
after you work your way into the main section of the ship where Newcastle University is sitting, there are people everywhere running around, going to their homes. There are cars driving overhead. There are police officers who are riding and like on these little hover bikes and stuff who are trying to get people to where they need to go. It is pretty wild. It is chaotic at this moment. And remember, you can see the whole station in this place. When you look up, you see essentially what would be the other side of a planet if it is a planet, right? You see everything. And the entire station is bathed in this red crimson light and it's pulsating. And it's creepy. A little bit, yeah. And this this voice keeps saying, station-wide lockdown. Please return to your homes and lock your doors until the lockdown is lifted. And it keeps repeating. This is probably not something that happens often. People don't seem to know what to do. And this is a massive station to go into lockdown. Okay, as you arrive at Newcastle University, took you about eight minutes to get there. You are going to see the police locking the doors and leaving the archaeology department. If you would like to go in, that is going to require a computer's check or simply the use of the key card that you stole. Uh, I don't like that smile. <laughs> in addition, <laughs> I am going to cast Disguise Self okay. on myself Sounds good. to appear as the person who is identified on the key card uh, for is... the next 30 minutes. That is quite smart. Sounds good. I actually kind of want to interrupt the group for a sec and do something different and give a little bit of a cinematic view of what's happening at the station for our listeners. So everybody here in the group, you guys just feel free to listen. I'm just going to go through what's happening on the outside of the station right now. For our listeners, what seems to come out of drift space right in front of the station is an equally large starship. It seems to drop out of drift only a couple thousand feet away from the station, which is quite close considering these are two incredibly large starships. The object that comes out of drift space, or what seems to be drift space, is crackling with black lightning-looking type energy. And it looks almost as if it is a, an asteroid, except within the asteroid is built a ship. And I'm going to use one of the harbor master's perspectives to describe the rest. The harbor master is going to hail the ship to which they will respond and put everything up on screen. And in front of the harbor master on a digital screen looking or on a screen looking at the uh, other person on the other line is going to stand a proud looking humanoid dressed in long robes uh, with lavender skin, a long braid of hair that is red, bright red, and two spiral horns that are coming out of its head. And they kind of come around like goat horns or, or ram horns. Um, in the center of their forehead is a scar that stretches down 
all the way down to their neck. They come on to the communication broadcast and they say, please, we are seeking asylum. Can you please help? We are seeking asylum. Are, are you able to help us? My name is Roladius. I am the leader of my people. We call ourselves tieflings. We're not from here, but our descendants are from here. Could you please help us? We're seeking asylum, running from the home that we came from. Uh, the harbor master is going to say, can you verify that you mean us no harm? How can you prove to us that you mean us no harm? You've shown up in a giant starship, crackling with energy, seemingly from somewhere outside of the drift. How did you get here? And Reladius is going to respond, please, I can explain. We simply need to be able to talk. Would you have us aboard your station? Can we leave our ship alongside your ship? We're going to go ahead and return to our players with that. How are you guys doing? Oh, man. Just dandy. So do we? are we able to see this ship? You aren't at the moment. Okay. But if we get off this station, then you will. Sounds pretty, pretty massive. Okay. It is. It is. It is the size of Idari. Yeah. Um, so when I see when Modus sees Devesh uh, transform himself in, to embody the characteristics of the person on the ID card, he's actually going to grab uh, Zavesh by the wrist. You know, he, he's basically attempting to stop you, and. Uh, once he's gotten your attention, Modus will say, um, please allow me to attempt to hack this computer system. If we use this key card, we might endanger this humanoid whose key we have stolen. He might be pegged for additional crimes on our behalf. If I can infiltrate this computer network, perhaps we can avoid that. As Jack is keying into the building. Current time left before estimated lockdown is around 24 minutes. We have yeah. like nine so, minutes um, to, to get in, get out, and get back. Cool. Yeah, Modus would like to make that computer check. Okay, is anybody doing anything before he does that? Jack is literally sliding the key sliding card. The key the... card. <laughs> okay, um, we can do both, and then we can see which one happens first. Sure. Um, oh man! Wow. Modus, give me your computer's check. Yeah, while okay. Modus is checking the computer, uh, Zakim is just gonna lean over and say, "You know, Modus, this is um, probably going to ruin more lives than one uh, if we do this correctly. So uh, we need to have uh, tougher skin than this." Uh, I rolled a twenty-six on my computer to check. That will not allow you into the building. Um. Wow. Goodness gracious. Good thing we have a key card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Modus will make room for Zavesh. Uh, when you swipe the key card, uh, the doors do open. Uh, but there's a voice that says, Warning, entrance to this facility prohibited at this time. Please leave. But the doors do open. Um, does the key card have the guy's name on it? You're trying to make me come up with more names? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, his name is Errol. Errol Zaradius. 
Uh, Dr. Errol Zeradius, override. <laughs> As I walk through, looking Dr. like... Dr. Errol Zeradius, identity confirmed. Please provide entry passcode. And I'm waving everybody through. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know how in like KOTOR and other games like that, you can always just like punch in a random code and there's a chance that it'll work. Can I can I do can I do that? <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> with my words. Random yeah. words. So Good choice. Here's how we're gonna do this. <laughs> Give me the word that you want to say or the text that you want to say and then roll Excellent. a flat D20 for me. Oh, okay. And we'll um, see how close you get. Yeah, cool. I'm going to say uh, Pillar of the Homeworld. Okay, roll a flat D20. Oh, pretty good. Uh, it's a 16. Identity password not accepted. Please leave the building. It hasn't shut the door on us or locked anything. Yeah, why are okay. we doing this? Let's okay, go. run, run, run. Bazo was not waiting for you. You find the door to the archaeology storage wing, and this is the same one that the key card worked the first time. Uh, you can either do the same thing and roll a computer's check. Modus, you would also know that likely the front door is going to be the most secure location and the doors inside uh, will probably not be quite as difficult to get through. Mm -hmm. If you would like to roll another computer check, you can, or you guys can just use the key card as well. Yeah, I'd like to make the computers check. Go for it. Uh, all right. Uh, do -do. That is a 30. Nice. That does pass. The door opens. Uh, and the same voice comes on that says, entrance to this facility is prohibited at this time. Please leave the facility. And before you stands a woman, a human woman, who seems trapped behind an energy field. She is on the same side of the energy barrier as you are. Uh, and it seems that she's trying to get past it or waiting for the right opportunity to get past it. Go ahead and talk to each other if you want. Do I hear them come in? So as the door, so as, as the computers are being bypassed, uh, you would hear the unlock and then the door would open. So it would take a, about five seconds or so for the door to open. If you want to do something, I can give you a quick Yeah, action. I would love to cast my hold, hold portal spell so that the door remains shut. Oh, interesting. Uh, um, yeah, it will... As soon as you cast it, uh, the door will shut again. Can somebody here? Let's see. Oh, we don't have any magic users, huh? Oh, Before we do. We have shut, to but like, does it get a little bit open and then starts to shut? It does. So the door is going to unlock. Fingers, can I get my fingers in there and try and pull it open once I see it going the other way? You can try. Okay. Give me a. Give me an athletics check. Okay. And please don't lose fingers. No, it's only an 11. Okay, give me a reflex save. does have like 30 fingers, so... <laughs> uh, 20. Okay, your reflex is good enough. You hold it, it doesn't really budge for you. The door begins to shut, 
and you can let go. Uh, and the, the door is now shut. So. Okay. Can I look around the area, see if there's anywhere that I can hide myself on the right side of the force, on the side of the force field I'm already on? Is so essentially, just to describe this, sure. you have a door, a small room that's about about 10 feet wide, six feet deep, and a barrier. Okay. There's so nothing like in that room there. with you. It is simply you, a barrier, and a door. Zakim, give me a mysticism check for this. Uh, yeah, that's uh, 22. Okay. Uh, you would definitely recognize this as magic that is being used. Uh, as soon as that door closes again, there, there's magic there that caused that to happen. I'm going to shout through the door. Listen, um, clearly you are not supposed to be here. We are also not supposed to be here. If you just let us in, maybe we can help each other get through and get in and get out and get off this station before either of us ends up in jail. Can Modus attempt to defeat the countermeasure that trapped her in here? Uh, you can, but the door you're at right now, there is no access to that countermeasure. Uh, okay. Um, blast <laughs> okay um inside of the room can i do anything to try to find out like what this force field is like what it's made of and how it works yeah uh i think that's going to be an engineering computers or perception check whichever of those you can do i guess just perception um okay. is all i've got so let's do perception Yikes. 12. Not very good. <laughs> You're not able to tell much about this force field. Uh, it seems to be just a barrier of energy. It's it's like a blue light and it's crackling with electricity uh, and it, it's very clear. Also, with your 12 though, you will notice that there is a spider drone that is sitting on the opposite side of the force field, a about 20 feet back, uh, and it's, it appears to be deactivated, but there is a spider drone that is sitting there. Okay. Well, damn, if I can't figure out anything about this force field, I'm kind of stuck. And, you know, this person on the other side of the door has made a compelling point because I'm not supposed to be here and I should not, I am not ready to go back to jail. So I will just go ahead and open the door and let them in, I guess. Sounds good. Uh, do we want to do some quick introductions? Also, timing um, is at about, we're going to say like 20 minutes now. Zavesh is going gonna, is gonna to say, hi, how are you? We'll introduce ourselves later. Let's get in. Let's get out. Cool. Okay. Well, when they, first of all, when they come in, I've got them at pistol point. Mm. And I'm, what the hell are you doing here? Boz is going to keep walking until he's at your gun. Zavesh okay. is just going to ignore the gun and like, look at jack like jack what do we do hello there's there's five of us there's one of you put the little pea shooter down let's figure this out hmm, i will okay. roll intimidate if i have to okay put it away i put it away hands up look i don't know what you're here for we're here to steal shit want. what are you here for well i'm here to steal shit too what do i look like then Welcome aboard. Let's. What do you look here for? I want to make sure we're not stealing the same shit, though, because I need my shit. Morris, can you get this door? Title of the episode. I'm not trying to steal your <laughs> shit. Your I want to steal my <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. 
Cool. So answering mysterious stranger, uh, we are here to steal a relic of some kind. Uh, unimportant, minor trinket. You wouldn't want it. Okay. First of all, you don't know me. You don't know what I want. Uh, so let's not make assumptions about each other because as you said, we don't know each other. Now this relic, can you tell me anything else about it? We have uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, we really need to. We don't have to. You make a compelling oh. point. You make a compelling point. Now, do you guys know anything about this force field? Modus, Modus how's it going? Uh, Modus will approach the console after being prompted and uh, <laughs> attempt to hack the computer. Do it. Give me a computer's check. I'm super excited for this, you guys. I've been planning this. Oh, that's uh, 27. That will just do it. As the energy field comes down, first thing that will happen from the sides of the wall that we're giving the energy or the barrier its energy are going to be some electric shocks that shoot out and shock all of you. Uh, everybody is going to take one electricity damage. Also, anybody who has a weapon that requires a charge, you will be unable to use it for one round. Oh, just one round? Mm -hmm. That actually hurts like my only ability to. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's only one round. I mean, no, I have alternate weapons. I just can't overcharge anything. How could something possibly attack us this round? That'd be crazy. Yeah. Don't <laughs> give the not, DM ideas. Definitely not the spider drone that. Yeah, definitely. She definitely. only mentioned it. Oh, God. Um, everybody roll initiative for me. Of course. God damn it. I knew it. Mm. <laughs> I knew that spider drone was going to be bad Ooh. news. <laughs> God damn it. Red die is being good to me today. It was uh, almost great, dude. and then it wasn't. Oh, uh, right. Where's my day? Oh, that's right. My 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 initiative in this game is not stupid. Oh, God. Wow, that's okay. not great. The, the yeah, listeners at home in, in a, a separate 5e game that some of us play, uh, my character's initiative is currently at a plus nine. <laughs> so every that's time, wild. Every time I see smaller numbers, I get sad. <laughs> did, did you mean like my initiative that's plus seven right now? That's awesome. Everybody, you're along this edge. Uh, so go ahead and place your character where they would be. I only put Baza there because uh, oh, right. that's where it made the most sense. Yeah, but you're along this edge. The force field was along this edge? Yeah, force field is along this edge, and we're going to start combat here. All right. In front of you, along with your new companion, who is off to the side, uh, there is something else that is new in this room. Uh, there's a spider drone that as soon as the electricity crackled out of the wall and at you, this spider drone activated. It has a little red eye in the center of its head. Uh, it is going to turn that eye on and go from a position where it's almost crouched down against all of its legs. And then it's going to move up and you're going to hear kind of a little with its legs. It's gonna move up and face you. Everybody give me those initiatives. All right, 19. Also 19. Which one has the higher initiative modifier? Mine's uh, plus mine's, three. Mine's plus one. Modus, where are you at? What's your initiative? Uh, seven. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled real bad. Uh, Zakim, what is your initiative? 
24. Cool. Um, then we've got Baza. What about you? Six. Uh, <laughs> Janet. 26. Nice. Damn. Holy cow. Um, Wait, what'd you get? 26. Oh my What's God. your initiative? Ridiculous. Hey, plus seven crew. Dude, soldiers. Soldiers have some good stuff in their character sheets. As soon as the spider drone activates, there's a vent on the side of the wall. <laughs> oh no. And out of the vent is going to come. I cast magic missile at the darkness. Two flying drones. And then out of these vents. I knew that there was going to be more than just one spider drone. Are going to be two more flying drones. I've had it with these monkey flipping drones on this Monday to Friday lab. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right. Our initiative order is <laughs> Janet, Zakim to our spider. After our spider, we've got Bryn and then Jack. And after Jack, we have we have our flying drones. What? What? Yeah, did you not hear that? We've got four flying drones on the map now. The fuck did that happen? That's why we were tired of these oh, monkey oh. flipping drones on this Monday to Friday station. And then after our flying drones, we have Modus and then Baza. <laughs> oh, guys. Guys. I mean, Janet, what you gonna do? I mean, the thickest booty's the caboose. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> I cannot edit that out in good conscience. <laughs> Okay, oh, man. I'm I'm moving closer to the flying drones at the near the bottom of the room. Sounds good. They're hovering just above your head, by the way, uh, so they oh. are within reach if you want to melee them at the moment. Sweet. Um, then I'm gonna use my dragon gland throat again and breathe that 15 foot cone of fire at both of them. Love it. Do it. Sorry, I rolled a hit first. Yeah, you rolled a hit first. Yes. I haven't done this in so long, guys. I'm so, so excited. So excited. That's a two. Fuck. <laughs> I have a plus six range bonus. That is so. going to miss. Mother shitter. Okay. <laughs> Monday to Friday. All right. I'm done. Uh, okay. Sounds good. Next up, we have Zakim. What are you doing? Yeah, I am gonna, um, you know move up here and um i'm gonna seeing my good buddy janet do the you know fire i'm gonna also do the fire and i'm gonna cast overheat and uh they need to make a reflex save okay which ones are you doing this on uh it's a 15 Sorry. foot cone okay um so i don't know if i can get all three of them but you can definitely get the two but flying drones. Definitely get the two flying ones. All right. So their reflex save. Oh, you know what, Janet? I was wrong. That's not a to hit. Uh, you will hit. Uh, they have to roll a reflex save. That makes sense. Yeah. So let me do that for everybody. Um, so Wait. roll your damage for me, Vanessa. So I don't have to roll the hit. You don't no. for that attack because it's oh. a 
fire breath, uh, they have to re- try to reflex to get out of the way. Okay, so I'm going to roll seven. that first. Nice. Oh. Uh, and first one, flying drone one is going to, that's going to be a fail. So he'll take seven damage. Flying drone two is definitely going to fail. He's going to take seven damage. Flying drone three rolled a 17 on his reflex save. That's probably going to pass. So I would uh, Yeah, that passes. Half damage? Yep. What is the damage that you rolled? 14. So okay. seven is half. Great. Flying drone four rolled a 13 as well, or a 13. Um, I think that's probably going to fail, right? Yeah, 13 is um, below my save. My save is 14. Okay. On flying drone four, as soon as you hit it, it is going to explode. And another one is going to pour from the vent. No. And take its place. Don't like that. <laughs> no. What? Uh, Sorry. That is uh, not what I wanted to see. Okay. But that's not what anyone wants to say. False. Okay. Uh, did you? All right. That was the king. Yep. And now we're at our spider droid. Our spider drone takes the step this way turns to face Zakim. Of course it does. And that's going to be... Oh, no. No way. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't like that. 26 to hit? (laughs) (laughs) Surprisingly, no. Yeah, it hits. It hits. Okay. It it, it rolled really high. Yeah. Don't freak out, guys. Oh, really? Don't freak out. Um, <laughs> did it roll high? Really? <laughs> it rolled quite high. Did um, it not? Did it not crit though? Because like that seems like a no. It's not quite a crit, but oh, it wasn't go, too good, far. Good, good, great, wonderful. Uh, you're going to take four electricity damage. Oh, that's not that bad. <clears throat> and instantly die. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll start rolling up a new character, guys. Make a save versus uh, heart damage. Oh man. Too bad Zakim doesn't have a heart. Oh, he, he wouldn't have lied to Baza. Uh, that's going to be its move. And then our next one is going to be Bryn. What are you doing? I got to tell you, it's a good thing that you guys showed up when you did. Because um, <laughs> I haven't got much of the way of weapons. So I'm going to take my skip shot pistol, um, which has teleporting bullets. So... I don't know exactly how this works, if I can just say where I'd like it to teleport to, but ideally I would like to take a shot at the spider drone and try to get that bullet to teleport and appear right in front of the eye and hit the eye, the glowing red part. Okay, we can try that. Go ahead and roll to hit. That weapon is so fucking cool. Yeah, it is neat. Yeah, it's I a like. good weapon, but it's also the only it is one not I have. a it's not a powered weapon, I believe, so it is something that you should be able to use. Uh, yeah, it's just um, it's not charges. Want. It's it's like shells that yeah. I have to buy. It's just so. I I imagine <sighs> that Zakim is like seeing her point a gun at him at him out of the corner of his eye, and is just like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can point it wherever I want. The bullets teleport. Um, so that's ranged. It's been a rough yes. eight hours. So that's that. gonna be not very good. Twelve. 
Uh, 12 will not hit yeah, against its so. KAC. Uh, you can take a second attack, though, since you did not move, if you would like. I mean, I'm just going to do the same thing again. I don't really feel like throwing a grenade because I got some precious art in this room that I'd like to walk away with. Sounds good. Awesome. Not 20, so 25. Okay, and what I need you to do is roll to confirm the crit to see if you do double damage. Okay. Nine. Uh, okay. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. No, that will not confirm, but you definitely still hit. So go ahead and okay. roll your normal damage. Um, not very insane damage, guys. Don't get your hopes up. Okay, well, I got the most, so four. It's uh, 1d4 piercing is the damage. So it should be 1d4 just... plus one because of weapon specialization. It should be so five, five, right? Yeah. Okay. Would have been sick if I'd confirmed that. That was cool. <laughs> All right, next up, we have Jack. What are you doing? Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to uh, switch my stellar mode to Graviton. And then I'm going to realizing that uh, none of my blades are working. That everything just seems inert. And I like to think that Jack is standing there with uh, th all three of her crystals and just kind of going like a bunch of like stress balls in her hand and then just like <laughs> palms one in between two fingers uh, and uh, selecting my positron crystal and then just solar flare, solar flare. Love it. Let's do this. So first hit is a uh, range. So that is a 22. And the Definitely second hits. one is a 15 on uh, the spider. Both on the spider. So the first one yep. does hit. Okay. Roll damage. So the first one, 1d4. Uh, okay, so that is four cold, one fire. Four cold, one fire. Got it. Uh, and that's my turn. Thank you. Uh, next up, we've got our flying drones are going to take their attacks. Uh, first one, we'll start with flying drone one. It is going to... Uh, this is going to look terrifying, uh, Janet. But it is going to lower down just to your, like, to right in front of you. Uh, so it's kind of at, like neck level almost and flying drone one is going to open its mouth uh it has a little tiny uh extendable mouth that comes out of the bottom of its shell and it reaches that mouth toward you moves toward you and tries to bite it's not going to hit and then it's going to try to do the same thing again. And the second time, that will be an 18 to hit. So I'm assuming yes? Yeah, it hits. Okay. Damage for the second one is going to be three piercing damage. It's going to take a chomp right out of your shoulder. And then our second drone is going to take a five-foot step, lower down just a little bit. And then roll for its attack, try to bite you as well, and it is going to miss. Our third flying drone going to diagonally approach Zakim uh, and lower down, try to chomp out of Zakim's shoulder. Uh, 15 to hit. My KAC is 16. Okay, so that will not hit. Okay. And then our 
other spider drone here is going to move forward, lower down, and try to take a chomp out of your shoulder as well. And that's going to be, nope, still not going to hit. Okay, uh, so these drones are trying their best, but they're not the, the best at what they do against you guys, at least. Next up is Modus. What are you doing? <clears throat> um, goodness. So powered weapons are out, right? They are, at least until the end of this initiative order. Okay. Do any of the drones have any powered weapons on them? They do not seem to, at least, uh, actually, yes, you would notice that they do. However, they were not affected by the uh, electricity crackle. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. <clears throat> do they all have energy weapons or is there specific ones? Uh, all of them do. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to use my jump jets to be scoot across the room over here. And I'm going to attempt to overload the spider drone. Do it. This uh, has never happened in any game that I've played, and I've always hoped that some player would try it, and now you're trying it, and I'm a very, very happy GM. Uh, <laughs> I that think sounds that's terrifying. Four, so 15. So go ahead and make me a reflex save. Okay. Uh, I think it is going to pass. I'm sorry. Uh, it was a reflex of, uh, it was a reflex of 22. Oof. So it sees you coming and immediately as you land and you click your, whatever you do, what do you do for overload? What's the flair to this? Um, so I outstretched my hand and my custom rig, uh, manipulates my, my fingers and you see little purple arcs of electricity jump between my hand and the spider drone okay as i attempt to overload it nice uh as the electricity jumps from your fingers uh the spider drone lowers down and then like skitters over just to the right uh just out of your range still within its own uh square on the battle map but just enough to kind of get out of the way. Mm. Sounds good. Uh, that's it for me. All right, next up, we have Baza. Cool. I'm going to spend my first move action uh, activating my Entropic Pool with Resolve Point. Nice. Um, and so you're going to see my hair just go completely still. And I'm going to sprint across the room, hair still not moving at all, and I'm going to go grapple that motherfucking spider drone. Do it. It's going to work this time. 20. Ooh. That is just going to grapple this thing. <clears throat> it okay. finally happened. Wait, 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 wait. Yep. You're good. Cool. That's my turn. So I'm okay. just going to like use my, it has like eight legs. It has, yeah, eight legs. Yeah, I'm going to use my six arms and like grab them in pairs and then just like suplex it onto the side. Okay. Uh, Nice. Okay, so we're at the top of the order. Anybody who has a charged weapon, it begins to charge back up and power back on. And it's good. Okay. Um, Janet, what are you doing? Okay. Um, which one attacked me? It was the first flying drone? Uh, it would have been flying drone one. All right, I'm going to attack him with my tactical pike. Uh, that is 18. Sweet. Uh, I rolled a one. 
You rolled one damage? Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, sounds good. And that was on the flying drone one. Yeah, I'm just I'm do the the same shit. Same guy. Same weapon. So uh 14. Cool. Um that does hit. Awesome. And then for damage, I rolled a natural one. Okay. Sounds good. Next up is Zakim. What you doing? Yeah, um, I am going to hit uh, each one once with, let's say, my Sentinel Blade Staff, uh, two-handed on the blade side. Yeah, go um, ahead. So my, my first attack against Flying Drone 3 is the 24. Okay, that does hit. And my second attack against Flying Drone 4 is a 15. That also hits. Okay. So seven damage for the first hit, Drone 3. And on drone four, it's 14 damage. So minimum okay. to maximum. All right, next up. Our spider drone is going to take an attack on Modus first. Not, Have the skittermander attached to its face. Oh, that's right. It's grappled. Okay. Yeah, minus two. Um, can take an attack. Yeah, still on Modus. And that's a 13 to hit, which I doubt will hit. Uh, it does it. not hit. Okay. Two like little arms are gonna pop out of the side of the drone and try to stab at Baza. That will be 19. Just hits. Okay. Uh, you are going to take nine piercing damage. Cool. All right. Next up is Bryn. What are you doing? Okay, I'm gonna, you know, go back to the trusty skip shot pistol. Um, this time can I try to shoot one of those arms off of the spider drone? Yeah, you can try for that. It is, I will say, it's difficult to hit specific parts of the body in normal combat, but you can always try. And if you roll, usually if you roll a natural 20, then I'll let you do it. If also, you, it's technically easier because its AC is lower with it being grappled. And That's my true. weapon is like magic and I can teleport the bullet. I don't know how that like plays into it. It still will be difficult to hit a specific small okay. part of it. But again, if you if you roll a natural 20 on it, then I will let you do whatever you want with that attack. But I pretty much like have to roll on at 20. <laughs> For that, yeah. Um, okay, I'll just I'll just try to hit it in general then. 11, that's not good. An 11 will not hit, but you can roll again for your second attack if you'd like. Yeah. Yep, Jesus, even worse, so forget about it because I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well then we're going to go to Jack. Feeling all my weapons power back on, I'm gonna pull out my uh, shiny new green lotus sword because we're we're fighting things that are mechanical. So seems like a good idea. I'm gonna run up. Uh, all right, actually, as I'm running, Janet, you good? I'm good. Don't worry about it. All right, so 10, 15, 20, 25, right next to the spider drone, 30, and stab. Or slash stab. I don't know. It's acid. Great. It's also corrosive because I rolled a natural 20. Hey. Oh, my God. Confirm. Please do. Or, yeah. Uh, ooh, might not confirm. That's I don't know. The AC is not great on this thing. I got cocky, though. 
That is a 13 to confirm. Oh, gosh. You were Even sure. with the minus two for grapple? You're right. It does confirm. Oh, oh. I love you. Give me double damage. That is... Three is eight. So it's 16 acid damage. Cool. Damn. And two, two corrode. Nice. Oh, that was a great hit. All right. And I'm, I moved, so only one attack. All right, nice. I just like held two of the arms up. No, right here, here. It's just the metal's just like melting. Our drone here is going to. So we're going to go to flying drone one. From the top of its head is going to appear what, what seems to be like a little laser gun, uh, and it's going to pop out of the top and then aim at Janet. Uh, it is going to take a five-foot hover upward so that it is able to take that shot without penalties. And then roll to hit. I keep, I keep rolling super low for these guys. That's not going to hit. And then the next one, Flying Drone 2, is going to do the same exact thing. That's a 13 to hit, which is probably not correct. Yeah. 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 Flying Drone 3 is going to... It's not going to fly. It's going to aim at Baza and try to shoot at Baza. That's going to be 20, dirty 20. Yeah, it's going to hit. Okay. Um, damage will be three fire. Okay. And then the other drone is going to sh float up just a little bit and then shoot at Zakim. For 19 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Three damage as well for fire. Three fire damage. So that might affect you differently. Uh, Emma, so when What's that up? thing shot me with fire damage, um, I'm spending a resolve point and it's literally just going to like flow off me like it's water off a duck's back. Love it. Doesn't Sounds good. I Go have resistance five to fire. Okay. So you take no damage. Cool. We're back at the top of the round. Janet, you're up. Nope. Baza, you're up. Uh, I'm nope, gonna keep... nope, nope. Modus, okay. you're up. <laughs> I'm up right now. <laughs> Doing great, guys. Um, so uh, Modus is going to put a foot up on onto the spider drone, unsling his uh, laser rifle, and put the, like, the muzzle up against the spider drone and overcharge a shot into it. Dang. Just an execution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not happy with it. That's a 14 to hit. Nice job. Go ahead and roll damage. He takes 10 points of energy damage. Nice. That's a great hit. Uh, then we go back to Baza. Cool. I'm going to use my first action to keep grappling this dude. Mm -hmm. That's another 20. Cool. Then that's you're good. Minus AC. Uh, and then I'm going to use my other action to punch it in the face. Do it. That's a... Uh, 15 or 16, I think. Yeah, uh, to hit? Yes, that yeah. will hit. Cool. And that's going to be eight damage. Sounds good. Boom! So, Baza, the six-armed, stitch-like creature, is on top of this drone, holding it down, and then pulls out one of its arms and bops it in the head, and um, it starts to crackle with electricity a little bit, uh, and kind of in that moment that it's hit, uh, seems to 
almost glitch for a sec and then go back to its normal actions of trying to fight off this little creature that's on its back. Uh, then we're going to go to Janet at the top of the order. Okay, can I spend a resolve point to recharge my math fire breath? Yes. I'm going to do that. And then since it's in a 15-foot cone, would I be able to hit both of them? You would have to take a step back, and if that's the case, they're going to attempt attacks of opportunity on you. They don't have the best. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Um, you would know that taking a step back from these creatures is probably not the most threatening thing in the world. Uh, you probably outclass them a little bit just from looking at them. But one of them is going to take an attack of opportunity on you. And that's a, well, I better eat my words because that's a 18 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. All right. So he's going to, as you step away, it's going to reach out with its little extendable mouth, chomp down, and that is going to be five piercing damage against you. I'm going to reach on your shoulder and chomp down, and then you can take your attack. Okay. So I roll, I don't need to roll a hit, so right? Because I'm just rolling my damage. Correct. I'm going to roll a reflex save. Sweet. That's a fail. Ooh, that might pass. Uh, that definitely passes. So one of them fails, one of them passes. Roll full damage, and I'll have it. 13. Okay, nice. So 13 damage to Flying Drone 2. And as soon as that happens, Flying Drone 2 explodes. And Flying Drone 1 <laughs> um, is going to take 6 damage and also explode. Hey. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice job. And then we've got Zakim, what you doing? Yeah, uh, I pre-rolled. Um, I got a 25 to hit on on drone three and a 23 to hit on drone four. Roll damage. I got for drone three, um, 13 damage and Done. for drone four, 11 damage. <laughs> they both explode. Nice. Okay. Uh, then next up, we've got our spider drone uh, is going to look at Modus, who is directly in front of them, and try to shoot at a minus two penalty. That's a four to hit. Uh, nope. And then the next one will be a nine to hit, which, uh, no, that's not going to hit you, Modus. So we have... Bryn, you're up. Okay, huge shocker. I'm going to use my skip shot pistol. It's a um, cool weapon. It is. I like it. Um, and I better like it because it's all I have. All right, here we go. Ooh, okay. 21 to Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Go Beautiful. ahead. Okay. Roll your damage. Five again. Cool, five damage. Um, and cool. you're aiming at the spider drone, I'm assuming. Yep. Okay. Do you want to take another attack? Yeah, I'll do it again. Same thing. 16. Sorry, I'm counting on my fingers like a child. Sounds good. Uh, 16 to hit. That does hit. Roll damage. Okay, four. Nice. Okay, so how do you want to kill this guy with cool. your skip um, shot pistol? Yeah, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to use it to teleport the bullet past all of the folks that are helping me fight it, and we'll hit it right in its glowing red 
eye and hopefully it will do some sort of fun electrical fizzling out. Yeah. Um, I would imagine that as you've used this weapon, it probably is similar to your abilities as a witch warper and shooting. You've probably been able to like practice this enough where you can infuse a little bit of your magic into that bullet. And so what everybody around the spider droid will see is this bullet appear out of a tiny little portal in the air. And it's going to appear right in front of this, this droid. It's going to shoot the droid right in the eye. And as it goes through uh, and the bullet combusts, you're going to see not only the fire from the explosion, but there's also what appears to be a tiny little warp in the air around the droid. And it's going to explode. And some of the pieces from the explosion are going to be sucked into this little portal. And then the spider droid is going to fall on the ground, dead, done. All right, we're out of initiative. Boz is launched 10 feet in the air. Cool. Yeah, Boz, you can jump out in time. (laughs) On the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Zakim and Janet wipe their foreheads off. (laughs) Give me some perception checks, everybody. Good job with combat, by the way. That was really fun. Uh, Four. 23. 18. Perception is... 22. Not great. Perception, I got a 14. Hey, uh, if you have higher than a 10, you will notice that probably the best way forward through this little maze of storage rooms is going to be through this little door that is in front of you all, and then down here, where there appears to be a hallway. So if you have a higher than a 10, this is probably where you want to go, where I'm clicking my mouse. Um, uh, what's up? I would like to um, take out my relic finder. Cool, do it. And it says that the needle points towards the nearest relic within 100 miles. And as long as it points to an intact mystic relic, it grants the person a plus two insight bonus to mysticism checks to locate it. Sounds good. Go ahead and roll mysticism for me if you'd like. Is um, it just going to start spinning in a circle? Uh, so it, it looks for specifically mystic relics. Am I correct? Yes. Any relics that are uh, charged with mystic energy. Uh, and you're going to see the relic finder is going to point. It, it's a sphere. It's a black sphere and it has a pointer that's in yellow. And this pointer is currently going from here to here, to here, to here, directly in front of you. And it's going from directly in front of you to the left, to directly in front of you to the left. And it's alternating back and forth between those points. Um, my roll is a 22 with a okay. bonus and from the item. I'm assuming you're kind of fixating on the arcane knight relic. Yep. Yep. Okay. That it is, is interesting going... that there's another one, potentially. Yes. There is, uh, that item is going to be the one that is being pointed to on the, I'm sorry, yeah. directly in front of you. Okay. Anybody who has higher than a 15 on that perception check, you also notice that there are some really cool artifacts around here that seem to be priceless. Things that if you had them, you would be considered someone of great status 
within the field of archaeology. Uh, if someone were to know that you have these items, they would be very intrigued by that and they would want to see them. The, these are some very nice pieces of archaeology that are stored in here. Uh, you'd be able to find probably like three or four that are pretty amazing. I can give you details on them later if you want, if you do want to look at them and take them with you or whatever. Uh, if you rolled higher than a 20 on your perception check, as you walk through this, you will be able to find the item that you are looking for. Well, this has been fun. Um, I am going to catch all you lovely people later. And, so, quest yeah. uh, question for you, uh, mysterious, strange person. About this time, also, the spell that changes my appearance probably has dropped. Mm -hmm. um, and so I look different than when I first met you. Uh, how are you getting off uh, uh, the station without uh, being arrested for, you know, robbing the university? Why would I reveal that to you? I mean, I was just going to offer, since we are such good friends, we do have room on our ship. Such good friends. I guess if we kill some drones together... We have like 15 minutes, come on! <laughs> He's making some points. He's making some points. You know what? <sighs> I don't know if I trust you. Can I? Okay, I, then um, don't come like, with us and get arrested. Can I sense motive? Can I <laughs> yeah. like, sense motive? Thanks. Yeah. Give me a sense motive check. Also, Devesh or Zakim. Oh my god. <laughs> Actually, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to Zakim in a sec. Bunch of liars. Don't trust us. I, I, okay, six. I mean, Zakim is very blatantly like, you can either come with us or I assume you will like get arrested and die. So, uh, He seems to be good intentioned. I mean, there doesn't seem to be anything that you can pick up on you're trying to come up with something and it it doesn't seem like you can figure out what any other ult ulterior motives might be. Modus is going to walk over to Brenue and he's going to like stop like a couple feet in front of you and says, hello, my name is Modus. I like pine trees and dinosaurs. And he will extend one of his hands. Okay, well, I like you. I'm going to shake his hand instantly. <laughs> I think that, that is just... One of the most awesome things I've ever seen. I love it. I'm into it. Quick question, Emma. Do is do I know where Corail um Razu like lives? Like where this was being delivered? You don't have that information, but you might be able to find it if you were to look at the painting, because you know that the painting is going to be delivered to a specific address. Okay. So because I just don't know if I want to get off the station, you know. Right. Yeah, that's all I can tell you right now. But there are other ways you might be able to find out where to go. Cool. Okay. Look, to be honest, I don't know where I'm going after this. I got something that I need to find in here. I need to grab. I need to learn a little bit more. And then I'll get back to you. Okay? Uh, you would also know, Bryn, that Idari Station is probably not the most friendly place to former convicts. A lot of these people are of the lawful good demeanor, uh, and they don't take well kindly to people who have a past that involves crime. Okay. Okay. Can I alter my answer? Of course. Okay. 
So a ride off off uh, station. What's in it for you? We can talk about this later. We are yeah, on a time crunch. Okay, you're right about the time crunch. You know what? I don't have a lot going for me, so I'm going to take it. I'm going to take you up on it. Excellent. Welcome aboard. And now let's find the other items that we are here to get and get out of here. Er, faster! <laughs> um, okay, so regroup here in T-minus eight go. minutes. Uh, less than eight minutes. More like four. Ready, go. More like four. Brittany, you're able to find the item you're looking for. Um, okay. I'll talk about it in a sec. Zakim, you are able to find the item you're looking for. There is a force field that is around it. Modus, um, do you have a, a... Yeah, Modus is going to walk over to... Is there a computer terminal where I might access the system? Just so to describe this, there is a pedestal that is in the center of a small room. On top of the pedestal is what appears to be half of a box uh, cut down diagonally. It has purple energy that is... Uh, emanating from the diagonal cut, and it appears to be just like a, a 90 degree, a, a right triangle that would be half of a box. Wait, never mind. But yeah, it's half of a box. It's a triangle. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound, it doesn't seem similar to the thing that I had in my vision. So, right. Yep. And so you see this, it's sitting on top of the pedestal. And below the pedestal is a, inside of the pedestal is a, like a circuit box modus that you can access. Yeah, I'll give that a shot. Computers, please. May I assist? You may definitely assist. Uh, what does that do for me bonus-wise? Gives you a plus two if Zakim rolls higher than a 10. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, okay, that's a 36. <laughs> oh my god. Um, my computer skill is a 10, so do I just have to, like, roll uh, not a 1? No, you're good. You can just assist okay. and automatically <laughs> give him a plus 2. So that's a 38 to get into this pedestal. Um, it was never there. I, I really want the 38, the, like, the 38 to literally just him be, like, hand done. Yeah, Modus, how do you want to do this? Like, it's, it's a bunch of circuits in there, and what? Are, how are you accessing this? Finish them. So, uh, I extend my pointer finger, and like a plasma torch like, ignites. One of the cables gets severed, and at which point, the plasma torch recedes, and a number of little tiny cables that are kind of like self-aware attach themselves to the inside of the cable and like for a moment like you see modus's head twitch for just a second and just slightly under his breath you hear processing activity complete and right as he says activity complete the force field drops if that's the outcome yep that is the outcome uh you and now have a relic in front of you May I take a second to mysticism this yes. relic? Like maybe potentially uh, I can I'll have time with it later. I'm just going to I'm just going to take it. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Jack, Janet, what are you guys doing in this moment? I've uh ripped all the legs off of the spider drone <laughs> and had them in a nice array in the center eye. 
So they're like sticking out of the center uh-huh. eye. Yep. Uh, give me an engineering check. I want to see how accurately this comes out. Uh, Can Baza help with brute strength? Absolutely. I cannot roll engineering. Uh, okay, so give me an architecture check. Just roll a flat d20. Okay. Architecture check. Uh, eight. Can uh, I assist with athletics? You can try. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's a natural 20. Okay. Oh, God. Um, I'm great at helping. Yeah, uh, Jack, you're, you're putting these things in, and, and you're just, like, kind of, you're not finding the right spot. And then every now and then, Boswell will come up and, like, punch a little bit here and punch a little bit there and, like, pull a little bit here. And all of a sudden, it just kind of rearranges. And uh, it, it works out. It's this beautiful little piece of artwork. Also, the droid is about your size. It's about as big as you are, each of you. Um, oh, it's bigger than me. Yeah, fair. And it's, is it sitting upright with these things coming out of its head? Well, I've ripped the legs, so it's just kind of like on the body. Okay. Laying down, and then, uh, yeah, so the eye's facing up. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so you've turned it upright. It's making a bouquet, of, a bouquet of spider legs. Amazing. Do you want to um, take a picture of this with your, uh, with your communicator for future reference? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> um. Baza, do it for the spacegram. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag robbery. Hashtag Newcastle University. Hashtag I post. When we, I post when we hit drift. <laughs> nice. Checks check in from Newcastle University. <laughs> Janet, what are you up to? Um, I rolled a two on that perception check, so I'm assuming. <laughs> I wandered back through the door we came in, thinking it was the door forward. Got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. It's it's open. You're hanging out. Nobody's there. It's kind of weird. You thought this everybody was supposed to be there, but for some reason they're not. You're dummies. <laughs> Bryn, let's take a look at that painting. Yes, please. All right. Uh, as you head over to the painting, you see exactly what you're looking for. There is a large or there is a box that is sitting next to the painting and it has an address on it. And there is some uh, packaging inside of the box that would fit the painting perfectly. And uh, it would essentially, it looks like wherever it would be, that's the thing you're gonna send it in, wherever it would be sent. Is the painting outside of the box right now? It is. Yes. So like any good art thief, I'm going to throw on some protective plastic gloves nice. and I'm going to gingerly pick up the painting. I respect the painting and place it into the box and close it on up before I pick it up and head back to the main room after want... looking at the address, of course. Mm-hmm. So um, the address is on the box as well. So you can reference that in the future if you would like. And the pixels, I just want to describe what they look like. They're smaller than you imagined. It, it's almost as if someone took like a, almost like a wooden dowel that's really hmm. tiny and it, it has a square end and they just dipped it in paint and then put, put it on the paint on the canvas to create this mass or this, uh, this to create a painting. Uh, and it's pretty beautiful, um, probably more so than you expected. Okay, so, you know, before I pick it up and put it in the box, I do take a irresponsible moment of stunned silence to take it all in because uh, I do love art, which is part of the reason I steal it. 
Sounds good. Everybody give me an athletics check. And this is going to be on your way out as you leave, unless, Zakim, you wanted to do something. Do I get the idea that maybe I have enough time to go try and find that other relic? Uh, you can try it. Uh, give me a perception check. Or you can also, you can use mysticism for this and use your oh, mysticism okay. to guide you toward that item since it is a magical relic. Yeah, I'll use mysticism because um, it's going to be better. Uh, it's a 28. Nice. You are able to find it. It is a tiny little sphere and it is made of wood. I take it. Okay. Um, and then if that puts me behind everyone, I'll use my last force power and surge and just like <sighs> as fast as I can. Sounds good. We are leaving the university. Athletics, what were they? 19. 26. Um, I forgot to roll. I'm really... Also 26. 13. 12. <laughs> uh, Janet. 15. Okay. We're going to make it back in nine minutes with about three or four minutes left, I think. Oh, yeah, right. I'm gonna three or four minutes before our five minute cutoff time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I'm gonna start punching up the ship, um, trying to get it ready to go. Baza goes directly to the co-pilot's chair and starts yep. pulling levers, pushing buttons, whatever, like the normal startup sequence. Yep. Um, Sounds good. Zakim is also gonna ask Baza if he'll call Geese to make sure our window is still open. Uh, Baza pulls up Geese on the communicator. Uh, who is this? It's Baza. Oh, Baza! I, I, I'm gonna have to spare you the pleasantries. I Is the window okay. open? I, uh, yeah, go, go, go. I, oh. uh, I, you're gonna have to deal with the doors, though. I, I have no access over that right now. Uh, the, the big bay doors for the. Uh, oh. The, the big, the big bay doors for, for the docking bay. I, uh, yeah, you, you're gonna need to find a way to open them. I can't help you with that right now. But I, I, I can keep people away from entering that docking bay for the time being. Cool. Um, if someone would like to investigate the bay doors, that's going to be a computer's check. It is going to be a difficult one. So maybe... Modus? And oh, yeah. anybody um, who can help out, potentially. Uh, Zakim is going to look at Baza and say, Baza, can you pilot the ship out of the docking bay? Yeah. Okay. Zakim is going to go with Modus to assist. Sounds okay. good. My um, roll. So is that just a plus two again? It is. Uh, yeah, gonna plus two again. Okay. Uh, that is not super great as last time. Twenty six plus two, or to is that twenty six total? Twenty six total. The docking bay doors will not open. <sighs> How heavy would we say these doors are? I mean, they're the size of a ship. Cool. Too heavy for my magic. <laughs> we can we can take some time to figure out a workaround if you would like. We can maybe look into some engineering here if you guys want to figure that out. Seeing um, the doors and seeing that we have we're short on time and seeing that I probably wasn't going to give Geese that spare bottle of whiskey anyway. Do we think that the weapons on the Vagabond will blast the doors and we can just fly out <laughs> please try this 
that. That does not make me confident in this plan. <laughs> Are you saying this over the ship comms? <laughs> uh, Baza uh, is currently in the captain's chair and is saying over the ship comms, brother weapons. Wait, yeah, because because uh, Akeem is going to send him uh, is going to telepathic message to Baza. Hey, do you think our weapons can blast these doors? Bryn? Is the guy that we're talking to over this communicator capable of opening the bay doors in uh, any he, way, shape, or he form? He said that he does not have access to it when he was speaking to Baza. Does he actually not have access to them? That's up to you to find out. If you wanted to try to contact him, you could. Um, you would have is to contact him through vic- Baza. Is there anyone in the vicinity, like in this bay, that or any? Okay. Um, you want to call him? Yeah, kind of. Call him back up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Baza again. I really, I'm trying to do things here. Okay, I need yeah, you to I'm introducing you to your friend. Here you go. No time. No time. Uh, is there uh, any any way that you can open these bay doors that you are physically capable of doing it? I'm going to roll a flat D20 for Geese. He rolled a 10. Is that good or bad? I feel like that means he can't do it. I feel like that means he... He opened it a crack. Um, Open the gates a little bit. What this means is it is going to depend entirely on your diplomacy check. Okay. I'll help. I have pretty good diplomacy, so <laughs> and I rolled an out twenty. <laughs> hey, let's go! Uh, so and it's a twenty-nine. It's a uh, plus two. Yeah, plus two from Baza. Yeah. Okay. What are you saying to convince him to help you? Look, I have recently come into possession of a fine piece of artwork that needs a new owner. Now, I will be willing to deliver to you post our escape from this planet post its lockdown i will bring back to you this fine piece of artwork that your good friend what's your name dude baza your good friend baza can confirm that i have back to you in exchange for the favor of you opening these bay doors for us hey i rolled a d4 to see if geese rookmill is interested in fine art odds (laughs) No. <laughs> Odds were Gisrukmil cares nothing for fine art. Evens are that Gisrukmil loves fine art and alcohol. Uh, and he rolled a four. <laughs> so he, <laughs> yes. Uh, he yes. loves fine art. Um, <laughs> and uh, I love bribing this man. I love geese so much. <laughs> He's going to say, what did you say? What is it? I have, oh. I have in my possession, sir, a genuine one fifteen AG painting of the da 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 drum roll, please. Longer drum roll. Okay, the swarms attack in near space. The first wave. It's extremely historical. It's got incredible pixelated style to it. I've never seen anything like it before in my life. This is, without a doubt, the finest piece of art that I have ever gripped in. And I'm willing to just hand it over to you. And he says, the depiction of the first wave by the swarm by Demiman Ebmong? Absolutely. Unseen by so many eyes. 
The information contained in this painting is privy only to a select few. And the beauty of it, let me tell you, I was on a time crunch when I was grabbing it and I had to stop and take a minute to hold my breath, sir. He says, all right, I'm on my way. Uh, be ready to fly that ship out of there and uh, I'm going to need your help on the other end. Uh, if you can access the uh, the computer bay doors once more, uh, then I, I can try and open them from here. Uh, Baza Bix, yeah. stay out of my life in the future. I love you too. <laughs> and then give me a computer's check, whoever is working on those bay doors again. Assisting. Yeah, here we go. Assisting. Oh, God, this is real better this time, dice. Oh, that's... Oh, no. Slightly better. That's uh, a 28. Okay, nice. Plus, is that plus the two? Uh, uh, no, that's right. Uh, so that'd be a 30. Okay. Very nice. The bay doors in a, in a, a couple minutes of anticipation, tense anticipation are going to pass. Everybody's waiting for Gisruknil to open these doors. And then all of a sudden, they begin to part and open up. And then just once they're wide enough for the vagabond to slip through, you're able to punch the ship through those doors. Um, so I imagine that Baza will like lift up and come forward with like the ramp down. Yep. And Modus and I will like run and jump onto the ramp and it'll close as we get out of there. Amazing. And the last thing that you will see as you leave Idari Station is what appears to be an asteroid the size of Idari Station. Oh, I forgot about that thing. I oh did too. Built into the asteroid oh is what also appears to be a ship. And it is crackling with what looks to be dark energy. And that's where we'll stop session tonight. Thank you, guys. One more time, I'd like to thank Abe for editing this episode. I also have a special shout-out to one of the fans on Twitter who has been incredibly supportive. Thank you, Steve, for following us and being so invested in the campaign. You put smiles on our faces with every tweet and every like. To all our listeners, if you're liking what you hear, please follow us on Twitter at Galaxy Greatest. We appreciate your support so much. Tune in next time as our heroes put Idari behind them.